eventually. <laughs> eventually. Seven to two. Seven to two. Pee through the tongue. Mouth through the lips. The, the lips? Okay, talking now. What is that going to say? Was that English? Talking now was just second to my head. Really talking for a second. <sighs> and so... we're back and after we're... the break, which is a week long. Yeah. Well, then say the fucking intro. I don't, I don't like doing it. All right. Well, welcome to Ginger and the Beef, the podcast where everything's made up and Isaac doesn't matter. <laughs> Just, that was really mean. It's really true, though. No, it's not. You do. You matter to me. You know what you matters? matter to your wife. You matter to your kids. You know what matters is that I just realized that your your band flex is literally our intro. Like everybody's reminded that you're in a band every week because it's our <laughs> intro song. Don't forget that that's Daryl. Yeah, but let's be honest, it's Billy. Well, but it's but it's good though. Yeah, Billy wrote the song. All I did was play the the little what's a tambourine on that one. Regardless. And the kick know, drum. Percussionists are, are underrated. I harmonized with his voice. You also harmonize with his voice. But my outro every week is my fucking rap song true. that Billy made the beat for. Yep. So, yeah. He made the, he also wrote the one line in there, running train on your brain. I didn't know what running a train was until Billy explained it to me. Choo-choo. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, I'm like, what the hell is running a train? He's like, dude, you don't know what running a train is? I'm like, no. I had no idea. Well, now our audience will have to Google it because uh, we're not going to exp- explain it. What are you drinking tonight there, fella? Uh, this is a BC Tree Fruits uh, Broken Ladder Apples and Hop Cider. That's a fucking mouthful. But it is, so it is, and it's so good. That means two things. I got I got a Coors Light Seltzer. Never tried it before, but I like black cherry and it was cheap. Does it taste just like a White Claw? Pretty much. Maybe a little different. Hmm. It's funny that Bud Light... Has the seltzers? Coors Light has the sel- have the seltzers, but yet I'm pretty sure that I know those are separate companies. But I'm pretty sure White Claw is owned by Bud and Hazard Bush. I I don't even know, but it sounded like you just said Hazard Bush <laughs> and and Heiser Bush. Oh, and Heiser Bush. Well, technically, I think it's AB InBev now. Is the what their te- what their technical term is? Totally, bro. Anyway, welcome to the show, Isaac. Thank you for having me in your basement. Bro, I swear to God, if you measure or if you mention our basements again, I swear to God, I'm quitting. Why? What's wrong with our basement? No one gives a fuck about it, our basement. Everyone does, and here's why I know that. Welcome back to my basement. Yeah, well, it's better than saying welcome back to my fucking studio, man. Welcome back. Welcome to Ginger and the Beef, the show where we record with like bogus gear in Isaac and Daryl's fucking shitty ass basements. I think our basements are sweet. I mine also has agree. A, Mine has a huge fucking room at the back that if you didn't open that door, you wouldn't know how big it is. Like you could put a, fa- a fake wall there, and you could do like a, a poc- uh, like a secret door, and no one would even know. Oh, my God. You're welcome. You are fucking. And now that is something that I could potentially do in that home. Yeah. You could do like a, hidden, I, you could do like a hidden pocket door with like a mirror. On no, it. here's how you do it. You get rid of the door where it is now, mm. and then you go to the spare bedroom. And then do the door through the closet in the spare bedroom. Fuck yeah. And it'd be like, oh, it'd be so hard to move furniture in and out of there. That would be difficult. Yeah. But if furniture's already in there. At some point, probably going to want to move it out. Or like upgrade. Yeah, I want a new couch or a new TV at some point, probably. TV be easy. Yeah, because they're thin now. Yeah. Remember, remember the TV that I had that <laughs> we had to move fucking eight times? It was a flat panel. Yeah. Yeah, the front the front tube part was or the front screen part was flat, but it was a fucking tube TV and it was so heavy. heavy. As fuck. I got it for free from Uncle Stan, so it's a good find. Thanks, Uncle Stan. Yeah, he gave me a good TV because he remember oh, remember his fucking big screen? No. Okay, in the basement they had the oh, it was like a it was like a yeah, 85 we, inch, yes. but it was a before yeah, it was before plasma stuff and it was massive. We used to watch me and Dean used to watch Planet Earth on that. Remember? Okay, this is fucking. This pissed me off actually, and I can't remember who it was. It might have even been Dean's wife, and if it was, I'm sorry. I'm not calling you out, Jenna. I I love you, but we were watching fucking Planet Earth one time at Dean's house, and then some girl made us turn it off because a fox ate a fucking baby duck, and it's like the fox has got to feed its pups, and you're fucking crying over it, and they were upset, and we had to turn Planet Earth off, and I fucking love Planet Earth, dude. It's the circle of life, man. It is, and everyone's got to eat. Everybody's got to eat. She probably had chicken fingers that day. 
Yeah. I don't do know. I honestly from? don't know who it was. You ever seen how they make chicken McNuggets at McDonald's? Uh, yeah, they I have. They take a whole bunch of baby chicks and they just grind them up in a fucking meat grinder. <laughs> Done. <laughs> There's your not, chicken McNuggets. That's not true at all. <laughs> Here's your fucking double burger. <laughs> What's that from? Here's your fucking double burger. I want my double burger. It's uh, Good Will Hunting. Casey Affleck. Ben Affleck. Here's your fucking double burger. I even put that clip into one of our episodes after you mentioned it last fucking time. Fucking love that. Qu- I don't yeah. know why, but I just think it's hilarious. I'm gonna put this. I'm gonna put it on layaway for you. It's just gonna sit up here for a little while. You can yeah. pay me. Here's your fucking double burger. Anyway, chucks it at him. Okay, let's um. I, I think we we might get into some tens here today. Let's tens it up. But and I think we should do Ben Affleck. I like we let's, literally did not plan this, but yep. you just said that. Let's do Ben Affleck movies. Ben Affleck fucks. Yeah. So we'll 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 do that in a bit. But before that, I just wanted to ask you. We got a very important day coming up on Sunday. Yeah. Very important. Not to me. <laughs> not to you. No. No one else cares. But apparently, it's an important day because Hallmark wants us to give our wives gifts. Yeah. Like you should treat your wife. Better. No. Sorry. Because they're a mom. You should treat your person who's a mom in your life better that day than every other day. Well, yeah. because Just because. Yeah. It's like Valentine's Day, but for moms. Exactly. It's fucking... What, hey, what'd you, what'd you get on Father's Day last year? A card from Marshall yeah. that Michelle made Marshall make. Nice. Probably a little piece of art that Marshall made. I think we went out for breakfast in the morning. Breakfast is fine. Yeah. You get out of the house. You get to go have some... Did you get mimosas? No, I think I I uh, I think we just went to Sorso with the old Selenator and yeah, because you guys were a one child family at that point. We were one a and one, a half. We were a single kiddo familia. Yeah, one and a half. The other yeah. one was cooking. It was in the oven. Well, hundred percent. Yeah, Father's but like Day's... real early on in that one, wasn't it? Wouldn't it be? No, that's like halfway through. That's like that's like month five, month four. That's so true. She, yeah, she's like halfway. Halfway cooked. Yeah. yeah. Holy yeah. fuck, man. Fair enough. Dude, the years fly by faster. And they always say that. It's very, it's like, it's like a, you know, it's a widely used saying, but the years truly do go by faster and faster every year. Yeah. And it's, okay. That's part of me. Like Marshall is at the age where he's starting to notice that he's growing up. There's a tangent here for a sec. And he's, and he, he's, this is his first summer vacation that he's about to have. Like he did preschool to kindergarten, but it's not quite the same as kindergarten to grade one, yeah. and then every summer afterwards. And I'm kind of stoked, but he he's he's already he's just pumped to get back to school already, and he hasn't even stopped yet. But I'm I'm jealous because I remember being a kid and having summer vacation, and it lasted forever. Yeah, it, it felt like it lasted forever. That day, day one of summer vacation, when you like first woke up, that first day where you didn't have to go to school, and you're like, "Ah, oh, I've got two months to do fucking anything I want." And then your friend would come knock on your door. You'd mm-hmm. hop on your bikes. No you'd job. Go to the park. No job. Yeah, you know I put, that sucked I, in high school when you eventually got a job. And but yeah, like junior high ish age when you can like you, you're you're old enough that you can go out and do whatever you want, and like as long as you're back in time for dinner. I would just go yeah. play. I would like throw on my roller hockey blades and I'd get my shit and I'd roller hockey. I'd rollerblade over to my buddy's house and we played roller hockey all day, every single day of summer. That sounds awesome. That's all we did. I didn't rollerblade. <laughs> I don't know. I thought, we called it fruit booting. I don't know. When well, I was there's two types of fucking rollerblades. Right? I know. There's hockey blades. There's and fucking there's... Ro- there's fruit boots and there's fucking roller hockey blades. And yeah. if you fucking, you want to go, fucking throw them on. Play some hockey ones. Uh, although I got, we got made fun of too because we we BMXed, and then skaters fucking hate BMXers, but like park BMX, not. And I didn't. I just kind of stood off the side. But why can't we all be friends, man? Well, because they got to fight now. They're scooter kids. Yeah, and they're the worst. The scooters are popular. They're super popular. They're like, I'm surprised they're not part of the X Games. They are, aren't they? I don't know. I haven't watched the X. Pretty games sure they games. are. Remember when the X Games was just like. Land luge and then fucking remember land luge? Yeah. Basically laying down on a fucking longboard. <laughs> yep. Going down a hill. That was wicked. The remember, hay bales. Remember when the X Games was all like hard stuff? I'm just kidding. Now it's crazy. <laughs> they probably do weird stuff now. Oh, I'm like assuming... some of I've seen some of like I don't I don't ever watch X Games anymore. I used to try to watch it every year, but now like I've extreme! seen <laughs> extreme games. Oh, it's extreme. I've seen like some of like the best tricks for like BMXers or fucking 
dirt bike or whatever. And it's like some of the shit they're doing now is just like psycho. Fucking nuts. Evolution of the sport. It's it's everything. So I think, think about it. We're, we talked about hockey last week. How much better are hockey players now than they were? They're a bit more tender, but they're fucking. Some of them, yeah. Some of them are, yeah. Uh, but they're like Tim Stutzel, according to Brian uh, uh, Gallagher, Brandon Gallagher. He's a he's a he's. You didn't see that interview? No, I didn't. It's actually pretty funny. Um, but I'm just saying. But there's they're they're so much better. Uh, as a drummer, you watch, like listen to listen to Francis Mark, who is our epitome of the best drummer of the day. Ish, yeah. Back in the day, but he just one of. Yeah. But back in the day, and then you listen to Shannon Lucas, and then he blew your mind, and now you listen to fucking Luke Holland. And it's like, what? Yeah. How the fuck? Is, or that Mexican dude? I don't even know his name, but the dude who just makes the YouTube video or the Instagram videos with the mohawk and the the drug shirt, and he's always smoking weed. He's not Mexican. Yeah, he's, he's Italian. Oh, <laughs> whatever. It's fucking rude, bro. But yeah, I that guy's he was, insane. That, that he might be one of the the fastest, cleanest drummers I've ever heard in my life. And he's so good, and he's not using triggers. And that's right. what's so good about it. And it's like these people are incredible. Different, different kind know. of trigger there, fellas and, and ladies. <laughs> yeah, yeah, sorry, sorry. Yeah. Triggers are a drum microphone. Anyway, yeah. um, then the guitar players are insane. Same thing with dudes on skateboards and BMXs. Like guys on BMXs are doing insane like backflip, no-handed 360s all at the same time. Was Whereas it? back in the day, it was like a double backflip was a big deal. Was it a skier or a snowboarder? I can't remember which one, but somebody I saw a video, a quick little video of somebody, they landed like the first like 1660 or something like that. Spin? That's nuts. Yeah. And it was either skis or snowboard, but either way, yeah, it's like fucking mind-blowing. Skis and, and was it's it on the four half pipe? Ha- four and a half or some shit Was rotations. it on the half pipe? Or no, was it on the big clip? air jump. See, but big air is kind of... Still. It's fucking nuts. Don't get me wrong. Oh, you know, I just did four and a half 360s. But the reason the 900 was so big was because... Uh, it was on a vert ramp. It was on a vert ramp. Yeah. So that's like, even if it was on a half pipe, I'd be more impressed. I'm still fucking. I couldn't fucking even try. I'm still impressed, but, um, but like that was. I think Dave Mira, BMX. Sorry, I watched BMX videos more than skateboarding, but he did like a double, uh, double tail whip back in at the X Games in like '98. Yeah. That was the biggest deal. Now people are doing backflip tail whips. Yeah, and shit, and it's just nuts. The mountain mountain bikers, all, all of it, they're all just incredible. Skateboarders are just like there was that one. I'm not a skateboarder. I apologize to any of our skateboarder fans, but there's that one. Uh, I think it's called El Diablo. It was a huge rail. I think it was like a 22 stair rail, and it made it onto Trans World Skate Magazine, and and it was a big deal. <laughs> Still the best joke we've ever made. <laughs> <laughs> it's a totally different magazine nowadays. Um, yeah, but it was on that. It was on that. And and it was such a big deal that someone actually like made it down without falling off, and it was there was video proof, and it was great. Now, now kids Nia, are doing fucking like forty stairs, no problem. Yeah, now Nia Houston would fucking tray flip the whole set or some shit. Yeah, yeah it's, it's silly. It's absolutely nuts. Anyways, so anyway, you want to hear back, a funny story? Yeah. So you were like, we talked about it, whatever, yesterday or whatever, or let's come to my house this week this week and we'll record in my basement and yeah, yeah, yeah cool cool and then tonight i completely was like so tired i just like started watching hockey and the wife's playing with the daughter and the son's in bed and uh i just fell asleep on my couch and i totally missed two texts from you saying that you're on your way a and b did i want anything from the liquor store and you were like and then you were like i'm here and i woke up to that text and i was like oh fuck and i just just had woken up I mean, when you got a text it's not even the funny we didn't even just plan it yesterday we planned it yesterday and then i was here this morning yes and said see you tonight see you tonight because <laughs> you did a quote on my house for paint and i even told you i'm like i'll be a bit late but it'll be you know around the same time yeah fuck i got a story for you okay hit me uh when i got home from work i was late my dad was watching the kids so i left my keys to the house with him ko senior yeah, yeah. ko senior my pa uh, he was watching the kids, so I left my keys with him in case they went out or whatever, so he could lock up the house, unlock it when he got home. Michelle, I told her before my last quote, or before my last appointment, I said, I'll be home in a little while, but you guys won't see, like, I'll see you for a bit, but I'm just going to head out right when I'm done. I got to do a bit of work, too, when I get home. So I got home at about quarter after six. My estimate was quick. I got home, and then I'm I knocked on the door. No answer. Went upstairs, knocked on the window. I'm like, well, there's food on the table. Where are they? So I knocked on the door, no answer. I'm like, oh, they're probably in the shower. Of course. So it's fine. I sat down with my laptop at the at my uh, on my deck at the table, and I started sending out a couple quotes. I got yours out to you. 
I got to cut one other one out, and then my battery died because it's been unplugged all day yesterday. So I'm like, fuck. And so I walked down to the front door. I knocked. I tried phoning her phone. No answer. I walked up back to the window and knocked. Took the um, took a stick and started knocking on Marshall's window because I'm like, well, maybe she's putting the kids down and she can't hear me. Took a stick, walked to our bedroom window because I'm like, it's podcast night. So that means Marshall gets to snuggle with mom. So I fucking tapped on that window. Nothing. I phoned her like five, six times. Went to the front just stewing. Just fucking pissed. You're fucking rattled right now. I was, oh, yeah. And then and then she finally called me. It was 45 minutes later. So I got home at like quarter after. She called me just after seven. And I, that's why I was weird. So I'm like, she should be putting the kids to bed right now. Yeah. And she's like, hey, what's what's up? I'm like, where are you? She's like, I'm at the park watching soccer. I'm like, well, I'm at home and I can't fucking get in. And I got to pee. <laughs> she, she's like, she's like, well, I'm at the park. I'm like, okay, which park? I'm coming. So I fucking went over there. As soon as I got there, I walked out of the van or out of my car, straight across the field, looking right at her. All her friends were like, Ooh, <laughs> oh, shit, Michelle's in trouble. And then I got to her. I took the keys. I'm like, I have to, I have to pee and I have to go do work. And, and then I turned around and left and went home. <laughs> And I finished working by the time they walked into the house, and I cooled down. I took my piss, and I was better. But yeah, I guess uh, it was. It was what was what was even better is afterwards, I said to her, I told her why I was upset, and I said, when we were doing our thankfuls, we do our gratefuls or thankfuls every night before the kids go to bed. Is our family like you it's know, cute bedtime thing? And I'm like, I'm grateful that Michelle actually let me get mad at her today without turning it around and getting mad at me. And she started laughing because it's fucking. <laughs> she knew that it's like the first time in months that I've got to be mad. Well, and it's so true. As soon as you start getting mad or you bring up some valid point, it's like somehow by the end of the conversation, you're the one that made the problem. <laughs> of course, it's you. It's yeah. always us, buddy. Um, speaking of, that's why we always celebrate Mother's Day because they're so great to us. Because they are, they are the life. They are the the lifeblood of our of the family, and they are the fucking milfs. They're the milfs. Yeah, we get the ba- we're milf bangers. Well, you and I are both milf bangers. <laughs> Knuckles. <laughs> Knuckles. That's it's something that we've destined. We were destined to do since American Pie came out. We were destined to bang to bang a milf at least one point in our life. Yeah. Who knew that we'd marry them? Right. And then have kids with them, and then that's why they became. We formed. You know, we created their milfness. Yeah, without us, well, they could have found <laughs> they could have found some fucking sperm somewhere else. But <laughs> talking about a nice. rabbit hole, it, no, it wouldn't have been of. as nice as our sperm. That's what I'm saying. Our sperm has our genes in it, and our genes are fucking strong. Our genes are super strong. What are you doing for Mother's Day this year? And yeah. Your man is not going to listen. It's You're not a surprise, say. man. <laughs> so you have nothing planned. Bro, it's a surprise. Oh, fair enough. No, uh, it's just because she could listen to this episode on Friday tomorrow. So I can't let I can't tell I can't leak it. But it's a, it's a cool surprise. It's a total surprise. Yeah, I'm. Uh, I have a I have a plan, but it's the same thing I did two years ago. So I'm hoping she's not like it's the same fucking thing you did two years ago, Daryl. And you should be like, well, at least it's something. Yeah, yeah. Well, and then she wants to do housework. Why don't you get her like a? Why don't you make her homemade? Free massages for a year. No, dude. From okay, Daryl. I did that. I gave her a book of coupons one time, and Oops. every time she pulled one out, I fucking hated it. Like, <laughs> fuck. I don't want to give you a massage right now. She's like, it says you're not allowed to complain on the coupon. I'm like, fuck. And there's no. So I will never do it again. You got to say though, like if it's like you massage for thirty minutes or more, then there has to be love making involved. Well, that's the problem. Is every time massage always turns into me wanting to have sex, and she's like, no, I just wanted a massage. Yeah, hundred percent. It's like, but I'm rubbing your butt. Like, I don't get it. Women just don't make sense to me. <laughs> what was that? I saw that. That there's that one picture. And it's like thirty or three seconds into massage and chill, and it's like a picture of a. <laughs> it's like an animated picture of a dude like spreading a girl's cheeks. <laughs> <laughs> it's so funny because it's, it's so true. Accurate. Ah, uh, yeah. I don't know. I like. I I like. I oh, never mind. I'm just gonna get real deep there. Anyway. Um, why don't we do this? Why don't we? Uh, yeah. Why don't we pull out some Ben Affleck stuff and let's slap out a and then we'll Baffleck tens. Baffleck tens. So Ben Affleck, for those of you who don't know, he he wrote on Matt Damon's coattails and uh, was able to. No, I don't allegedly. Know, allegedly, I think that was Family Guy. To be honest with you, I'm pretty sure they're the ones who had the Goodwill Hunting by Matt Damon. Hey man, do you want to just throw my name on there? <laughs> it's a, one of the best best fucking matt damon quotes 
So Ben, oh, also we were going to do Adam Sandler today, and then we realized that the fucking lipping off with Michael and Kevin podcast. They fucking, did a bracket. They did a Sandler bracket, and I just I can't compete with that. Yeah. So fucking I wonder where they got that idea from. I have no idea. <laughs> <laughs> it's just because Kevin's been on our our podcast so much that he's hundred percent. He's, he's just been groomed, groomed by us. hundred uh, percent. Do you know that Ben Affleck is back with J Lo? Yeah, it's very unfortunate because before J Lo, he was with um, Anna De Armas. They were together. Yeah, I knew they made a movie together. They were together, romantically. 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 All right, so let's. I'm just gonna write down some of the biggest movies here that he's got. I gotta get. I gotta get a pad and paper, bro. Okay, you will get a pad and paper. And we're back. Fuck that. Did you guys like that commercial break? Our sponsors are very good, but you only hear our ads on certain platforms. So if you didn't, if you didn't hear it, you're on the wrong platform. Yeah, it's probably a smaller platform. Than yeah, because we're to. we're pretty big, so we have large, large sponsors. Large, they like big ones. Like KFC, <laughs> KFC, <laughs> fucking bucket of chicken, <laughs> fucking yeah. Just we just get buckets hey, of chicken over here. Have you ever had chicken on the run? Chicken was, on the way. I, chicken. Dude, I have so many nicknames for that place. Like, I usually call it chicken on the floor, and I almost called it that just now because this sucks so bad. But is it not good? Gerard well, loves it. Dude, there's people who love it. Gerard fucking, he's like, yeah, I got chicken on the way today. But it sits so heavy. Like, I had chicken on the had. run, chicken on the floor, chicken on the way. I had it once. Well, I've had it more than once, but I had it one time where I literally, like, when I was done eating, I had to go drive my work truck, and I on my drive, I was like, I need to go throw this up because it's sitting so raunchy on my stomach. And I tried to go make myself, I tried to go pull the trigger and I couldn't do it. Couldn't get it up. But I felt horrible. Like I felt worse than if I had like double, two double cheeseburgers from McDonald's. That's something I haven't had in a long time. It's pretty bad. Are they not good? It tastes like okay, but after you eat it, you feel like you need to take a shower. Fair enough. Yeah. I, I haven't had McDonald's since I lived in Kelowna and I was sneaking McDonald's in the morning on my way to work. Sometimes. You're cheating on your way with the fast food. Yeah. Name that movie. Cheating. Ah. Uh, I got nothing. SWAT with Colin <laughs> Farrell. And LL Cool J. And uh, Antoine Fuqua. What's the other guy's name? The guy. <laughs> Hawkeye, what's his name? When Clint Barton? Yeah, what's his name? Uh, Jeremy Renner. Jeremy Renner. You ever seen uh, Cold River? Yeah. Wind, Wind River? Wind, Wind River. River. That movie's fucking... Gnarly. It's good. It's so good. Yeah. And it's such it's such a good like thriller story, but not like... like it just like keeps you on the... Like, who done it? Yeah. Who the fuck done it? How did it how did it go down? And yeah. you know, like they got a good cast in that movie too. Underrated. Basically Hawkeye and Wanda, man. Pretty much. Well, yeah. And not basically. It's, it it is. is. Yeah, it's it's yeah. it's those two, yeah. For sure. And the guy from fucking Free Willy. So Jesse? No, the old in the old indigenous <laughs> fella. Jesse? <laughs> Jesse? Jesse, remember fucking Jesse? Free Willy. Fucking he was Jesse. such a badass. Him and his friends were spray painting Willie's fucking tagging shit. Oh, and Bad he was like, ass kids. and then he turned into like the good kid, and he had that BMX, and he used to, you know, steal. He stole the fish that one time, and then that one guy ended he didn't up didn't steal a fish, man. He stole a whole fucking whale. Well, that's true. <laughs> yeah, he stole the whole orca. Yeah, and if whales aren't fish. Thanks, dude. I wasn't talking about that. I was talking about when he went down to the fucking docks, and he like would they would throw the fish, and he'd like catch the fish midair and fucking fuck off with it, and he'd give it to Free Willy. Give it to Willy. His, his first name's not Free. <laughs> His first name is fucking it's, free, man. It, uh, uh, <laughs> calling, is, calling, calling Mr. F. Willie. <laughs> Mr. F. Willie. Present. <laughs> Present. Fucking A. A. Ron. Where are you, A. A. Ron? Uh, D. Nice. <laughs> Keen Peel had some good fucking sketches. Dude, man. that one on the airplane? Oh, my God. Yeah, it's so good. You've was sent, that the first you, time you saw it? You've sent it to me like 16 times, and every time I fucking cry, I laugh so hard. <laughs> fucking Drax, them, sclounced. <laughs> what the? F- sorry, sorry, folks. Um, we're talking about Ben What's Affleck. that skit called? What skit? The airplane one. With, I don't know. With Keen Peel. Okay, like look the, up the look up the the Key and Peele Terry's. skit. Terry's 
Terry's. On, on the, when they're on the airplane and they look like gangsters. It's well, they don't really look. They, they look. They crazy. look something. Something. But else. what's so funny is that Jordan Peele on his Instagram, like two years after that came out, he posted a picture of two dudes that looked just like that. Had that weird hair. Like the one dude had an afro with a like a brim, like a cap, and the other guy had like weird jerry curls all over the head that this went all over like weird gross cornrows holy thing. shit and he posted a picture of two real dudes who looked like that and he's like and all of the caption said was they real and they that was real. it it was like oh so good what's crazy about jordan peele is he's like now known for fucking horror movies and yeah. apparently they're great i haven't watched them but apparently they're great i've seen get out get out yeah and it took me a while to watch it because it looked really creepy it looks super creepy. The nap is coming back now. Um, it's really good. The one I couldn't, I haven't been able to watch yet is, is uh, Us. Us. Yeah. Is that what it's called? Yeah. That one looks fucking, I don't like the whole the whole home invasion thing. I'm not like a big home invasion movie guy. Me, I've been scared of home invasions. My mom, when I was a kid, fucking, I don't know, 10, 11, mm-hmm. my mom, I wasn't watching. I was doing something else. And I happened to like go into her room when she was watching an A&E show about some stalker dude. And they had the reenactments, right? They, you know, real high quality, highbrow television. But, you know, living up, living her best life watching before um, podcasts were a thing. What's it? Murder Mystery? Is that what they're called? Murder Docs. Murder Docs. Yeah. Before those things happen. Um, or True Crime. That's the word. Before True Crime happened like it is now, they had A&E doing True Crime back in the day. Anyway. OG. There was there was a I just heard the one part of the story where a girl was saying, Yeah, my teacher was standing in my backyard. And then it showed her teacher in like a fucking like a, a rain jacket, like you know Bruce Willis in, in Unbreakable where he yeah. has the hood over and he's like dark cloak. Yeah. Yeah. Like that in the backyard in the rain. And she could see it from the window. I know it's a reenactment, but it was just fucking so creepy. And ever since then I don't like those. Gives you the willies. Give me the fucking shivers, man. Yeah. I still feel that way sometimes. If I forget to lock the front door, I'm like, someone's in my basement because my basement's easy to hide in. Yeah, it's a force of habit for me. I don't know why, but. <sighs> Locking the door thing? Actually, I kind of do know why, but. Anyways. Patina? Yeah. Yeah, fair enough. Yeah. That makes sense. All right. So Ben Affleck. Or Baffleck. Baffleck. Be- Benifer? No. Why not? He married two Jennifers. I know. But I don't know. I just don't. I don't like Jennifer Lopez. So I don't really like Jennifer Garner. I can't say I'm like a large Jay Garner's fan. I do. I appreciated her kids tele, kids television program. Kids, kids show. Yeah, it's called Lama Lama. No, no, it's on Prime. I don't know. C- Marshall liked it back in the day. It was pretty good. Nice. You know, it's very, it's very, you know, cutting edge. You know, had divorced parents. So, oh, yeah, single mom. Right on. Kids, you know, so he's typical very... Hollywood person. Yeah, I guess so. Um, but anyway, we're not talking about that. So <laughs> Baffleck. So we we actually took a pause there to actually write down our list, so you didn't have to hear us fucking write them down. So I have eighteen movies on my list. Isaac is thirteen. Yeah. I want you to throw out a number ten for me right now. Okay, real quick. The reason I have so many less is because there's a lot of movies that Baffleck's been in where he's been a very, very, very small role, if not just a cameo. And I did not include any of those films. Okay, so I I wrote down two of them. I was gonna write down three, but I took the third one out because he's like in it for one line. Yeah. Um, I've kept two of them, and those ones I'm assuming for you are, uh, Jane Silent Bob Strike Back. Is that one of them? I didn't. They- nope. I, t- I I eliminated it. Yeah, no, but because yes. you didn't... Because he was it, such a small role. He was such a small role. Okay, I'll cross it off. It's a good role. It's hilarious. It is. But uh, I'll, I'll cross it off. But on the scale of like Baffleck films, that's just not... There's another one where he plays a small role, and I don't want to spoil it, but it's old, so it's fine, that I want on this top 10 list, and it's called Smoking Aces. Ooh, yeah. And he's such a small role in that. He's only in like the first, I don't know... 10 minutes? 10 minutes probably, yeah. Maybe, and he's probably got like two minutes of screen time in those 10 minutes. Yep. But it's perfect because it's Ben Affleck, and he was kind of right at the top of his career. And you think- You think he's going to be in the whole movie. you think like this movie's- You essentially think the movie's centered around Baffleck's crew. Yeah, 100%. But then suddenly things change. Yeah, so I'm going to vote for Smoking Aces, making it to the top 10. 
but I guess we'll have to see once we get these other movies in there. So, um, why don't you throw out a ten for me? What do you think? What do you think number ten would be? A number ten. If you don't have one, I got. I got one. What do you got? I, I'm gonna let you pick one of the two. Okay. All right. We're gonna go with a a uh, Kevin Smith movie for number ten. Not Mallrats because that would probably be higher. Chasing Amy. I was gonna say Chasing Amy or Dogma. I would go Chasing Amy. You'd pick Chasing Amy? Yeah. Would you take Dogma out of the top 10 completely? I think only one of the Kevin Smith movies deserves to be in the top 10, except for Mallrats. I like Chasing Amy better than Dogma. Fair enough. I like Dogma better, but Chasing Amy I love. So, yeah, um, yeah it's good. So, well, why don't we leave it up to you then? Because I always feel like I'm the swing vote. So, what, what do you think? Do you think Chasing Amy? I think Chasing Amy, number 10. Dogma's good too. Yeah. Do you choose. Amy. Chasing Amy's Okay. Is CA. Chasing Amy. Perfect. And uh, I'm going to cross off Dogma. And there we go. And Jersey Girl, because I love that movie, but no one else does. Did you like Jersey Girl? Did you ever watch Which it? Which one's that again? So it's a Kevin Smith movie, but it's like serious. And Ben Affleck moves back in with his dad, who's George Carlin. And he meets, Liv- he's got a daughter because the mom died, which was Jennifer Lopez, because they broke up, so they killed her off. And then there was Liv, Liv Tyler and him. It's a romantic comedy. I love that movie. I have seen it, and I, I vaguely remember watching like i vaguely remember this the actual movie but uh i do remember i did actually remember do actually remember liking it yeah so i i I, I don't know why i loved it maybe it just came out at the right time i wouldn't put it top tens no no i don't don't think it was top 10 um where do you think we go from there bro um maybe and call me crazy but i'm gonna give you three movies all right do it i'm gonna say some of all fears. Oh. Reindeer games. Okay. And the accountant. Never seen the accountant. I think that's the one where he's got autism and he's really good with numbers, but he's also an assassin. Yes. Okay. I have seen it. I don't remember it besides that. It's just highly entertaining. Yeah. Because he's, he's literally like a, he's like a psycho freak with numbers. Yeah. And also the most OCD, neat freak, tidy, clean assassin. It, it's it was just, it was Good. it was a fun ride. Nice. So you're suggesting it. that only one of these three is going to only make it one of those top. three. Like if okay. it doesn't if it doesn't make number nine, then I'll make I'll make my claim for that. So, Reindeer Games fucking out. Out of all these three, I love that movie. How dare you? But it, no, it's got to go. It's got boobs in it. Remember that. It's got Shirley Theron's boobs in it. Fair enough. Um, but some of all fears has to win, and here's why. It's one of the only fucking action movies where the nuke actually goes off. Yeah. And that is sweet. And it's got both Liev Schreiber oh, and so good. Morgan Freeman. Liev Schreiber's, his character is fucking amazing. Incredible. Yeah, he's so good. It's a, I feel like Some of All Fears is an extremely underrated film. It was one of those films that fell into a time where there was tons of really good action movies coming out. And it just kind of felt through the cracks. But it's, if you haven't ever seen it, I highly recommend watching it. Yeah. It's like a it's like a dirty war, dirty collusion. It's Tom kinda. Clancy. It's a Tom, it's Tom Clancy, Clancy novel, yeah. novel. It's very, very, very good. It's so good. Um, it's Jack Ryan. It's Jack Ryan. Before Jack, Jack Ryan was Jack Ryan. Jack fucking Ryan. Yeah, everyone knows who Jack Ryan is, but yeah. no one knows that. Baffleck Af- plays Jack Ryan. He played movie. Jack Ryan first before our best friend and, mm-hmm. and dare I say, future Mr. Fantastic. Um, I hope so. <laughs> I really fucking hope so. I think so. he pulled it off. Oh, he totally pulled. As long it. as he screams better than he did in uh, the Quiet Place. I've never seen the Quiet Place. You gotta watch it. It's not that bad. I don't. The fr- I didn't. My heart didn't like the first scene. I don't want to watch the rest. It's really not that bad. Whatever. It's we'll too, watch it together. So much snuggle. anxiety. It's so brutal. So, are you okay with some of all fears at number nine? Hundred percent. All right. The sum of fears. I actually love that movie even more because my history teacher in grade twelve. Had a bunch of movie posters on his wall in, in school, and one of them was Some of Our Fears. And I'm like, yeah, that's a fucking good movie. So we also knocked off The Accountant, yeah? Yeah. Yeah, The Accountant's gone. Okay. Um, so there's, I think, uh, there's one that you missed on your list that I'm not sure if you've seen. So I think these two kind of go around the the same time. Um, actually, no, there's, there's one that has to be, gone, be on here before that. Before that, I think that this deserves to be on the list. I think the Snyder Cut deserves to be on the list. And fuck the rest of the Batman movies that he's in. 
I would completely agree. I wrote down Snyder Cut specifically, and I did not include Batman versus Superman. No. So I would say Snyder Cut definitely makes the list, and I would probably put it number eight. All right, then uh, there you go. The other two, I just I saw that there for a second, and that that kind of changed my mind of where I was going. What I was actually going for before that was uh, Gone Girl and Argo. They came out around the same time. Totally different movies. But uh, do you have an opinion? Do you think either of those or both should make it on this list? Uh, let's, I would. Let's I would... remember, we also got one, two, three, four, five, six, seven other movies that should probably be on the list. So, I think. Yeah, my list is a little short. I think. I think I underestimated how many movies were going to be knocked out. Knocked out. Um, I would. I would put Gone Girl on there. Because yeah. I thought that his, I thought that his character was. He directed that too, didn't he? I don't know if he directed Gone Girl. I he think might he have. I think he did Gone Girl. I think he did. Uh, he did the town, and he did Argo too. Yeah, Argo for me, um, is a good movie. Do you think it? Do you think it's on the tens? Gone Girl or Argo? Argo. Argo. I love Argo. I but I like is, it because it's a historical drama yeah. piece. It and is I, good. And they, they downplay the Canadians, but the Canadians are involved. And Brian Cranston, John Goodman, fucking yeah. Alan Arkin. The cast is just unbelievable. It's been a minute since I've seen it. Uh, I did I did like Argo, but for some reason, like I just don't. It's not one of those like rewatchables for me. It's but not I, sticking there. But I would Fair say enough. I would say it, it could go on the list. Gone, Gone Girl is, though. Gone Girl, I it is it's cause it, just because of its how fucking creepy and fucked up that movie is. It was good. Like it was it, really, it was really fucked good. up. I was so pissed off at the end when you know you see what's happening and you're like, "Fucking bitch!" Yeah. Oh my god, it's like it's like uh, that kid in that in that Adam Sandler. Remember, hey hey Becky, you're a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> fucking wedding singer. Um, the best fucking rom com out there. <laughs> Fuck's sakes. Uh, so which do you think, like, why don't we put both Argo and Gone Girl on there? On the list. Yeah. Do you Let, think that's hold fair? On. That, that does, that, that takes, let's just think for a second. That takes up seven and six. Um, We can't forget about Suicide Squad. That's not going on the list. <laughs> no, we can't forget about Runner Runner. It's not going on the list. No, what about uh, his other fucking Triple Frontier? It's not going on the list. No, that about, movie was so bad. Bro. It was so bad. It was so bad. Um, what about uh, the way back? Is that making the list? I haven't seen it. I, honestly, I would actually, I would actually put the way back on there just strictly on acting chops. I would put the way back on there before I'd put Argo or not Argo, um, Gone Girl. Oh, on there. Really? Okay. Just for like the actual acting in it, because I feel like that was an under. I I was told by a buddy. Actually, I shouldn't say a buddy. I was told by a fucking a friend of the, the show, Aaron. He was like, I watched uh, The Way Back. Have you seen it? And I was like, no. And he goes, it's super depressing, but it's actually like crazy good. And I was like, okay, well, I'll check it out. And I watched it. And it is really depressing in most, in a lot of parts. But his acting is actually like, is like surprisingly good in that movie. Well, I kind of want to see that movie. And it's not just about basketball. It's like him and, and then he also coaches. Yeah. Yeah. There's there's scenes in that movie where you're like you see something coming, and you're like fuck, please don't do that, and then it happens, and you're like fuck. It's one of those ones where you really get emotionally involved. So I'm putting the way back at number seven. If you're right, okay with it. that? Let's do it. I'm fine with that. I I mean I don't know if I I don't know if I would put it up above the sum of all fears. That's the only thing. I would actually almost put the way back nine, nine. and then slide the other two up. All right, let's do it. Okay. I'm uh, I'm just gonna put an arrow because I'm not fucking crossing shit out. <laughs> nine anyway so then we're left with the question of of uh argo here i think we should hold off i want argo on the list i love it but i need, think we need to kind of see where everything else goes okay um why don't we start and here's why so we got we got dazed and confused still yeah that's one we got mall rats still we got goodwill hunting armageddon smoking aces the town well smoking aces in my opinion is not going to crack top five Fair enough, and it's he's in such a small part. Yeah, would you? Okay, then then we're at the point where we got to do it. So, is Smoking Aces making the top five, or sorry, is Smoking Aces or Argo going to make the list? I would put some. I would put Argo before Smoking Aces just because of the weight of the character. Like 
obviously smoking aces like we said very small role yeah yes it's a very good movie but is it a ben affleck movie no it's not not at all yeah so all right then we'll take that one out so that's that's off the list um so argo makes it number six okay so the movies i have left on my list here uh i'm just gonna cross one out right now you like pearl harbor i I don't oh you don't you're just joking no it's not that i was just joking it's just that it's a it's i feel like Pearl Harbor is one of those movies where like 50 pe- 50% of people like it, love it, and 50% of people hate it and despise it. I was in the opinion that I hated it. But it's one life. of but it's one of Ben Affleck's bigger box office films. Yeah. So I, I was of the opinion cuz I was We told, had to talk about it. It's yeah. the reason I wrote it down. I was told by my dad that that Pearl Harbor was just shit. So I always didn't like it. It's cuz it's like a bullshit love story. But then I rewatched it. Or I watched it, I should say. I did rewatch it. I watched it for the first time like a year ago. And it just wasn't that good. Only a year ago, eh? Yeah, it was probably about a year ago. I went on a little tear of watching. I watched. I started with Band of Brothers. And then I watched Same Private Ryan. I'm like, oh, let's watch another World War II. Let's, I, I've never seen twos. Pearl Harbor. Let's watch Pearl Harbor. Yeah, yeah. Did it well, and it probably it was fucking shitty because I watched it after Safe and Private Ryan. I was going to say, that's a bad um, move. But even the whole, I don't know. The whole story, the friendship story, the I don't know. There was, yeah. this wasn't that good. I love Josh Hartnett, and I cannot wait to for him to be back in Hollywood. Now that he's back in Hollywood, he's gonna make some good movies. I have a feeling. Um, yeah, I, I would vote Hartnett for Man of the Year, but it's just me. Man of the Year in general. Yeah. So there's one another movie here that I had written down. That's the town. Not, that's not gonna make the list. Well, yeah, the town. That's gonna make. It's gotta make the list. list. We have a top five, and I'm gonna cross this one out and then we actually have five movies okay this is called extract for those of you haven't seen it it's a mike judge movie (laughs) it's so good Uh, jason bateman and affleck's a secondary character but he's the best friend and he's so fucking good in it yeah it's true when he's when he when he brings jason bateman to that dude's house and he makes him fucking haul from the bong (laughs) and he takes the biggest puff from the bong and then he (laughs) he fucking dies coughing yeah takes a big breath in and keeps coughing on smoke. <laughs> it's one of the funniest scenes I've ever... I, I just love that movie. It is pretty funny. Um, but yeah, I can't make the list. It's not going to make no. the list. No, unfortunately, because there's there's too much here. So then number five, I would say The Town hits number five. Really? I, well, let me, okay. let me let me think about this again. I, think about this again. Hang on. We got Days and Confused, Mallrats, Goodwill Hunting, Armageddon, and The Town. That's going to be our top five. I okay, mall rats. I was yeah, yeah. I would fucking I throw them all. I love mall rats. I love Kevin Smith movies in general. I'm one of his, you know. You're a big fan. I'm a big fan. Even though he makes his last fucking six movies have been just shit. I still like them. I'm still a fan of them. I'm not. I don't think they're good movies by any means, but I still enjoy them. Um, mall rats was that was where he started, and Ben Affleck played such a douchebaggy character in it. It's <laughs> I don't know. It's just it's so good. Okay. Um. This is where it gets hard. I would I would actually say now, having had a clearer vision of this, I would actually argue that Days and Confused slides in at number four. I I'm gonna counter that okay. with Armageddon. Cause we all know Armageddon's fucking awesome, but it's also fucking shitty. But whereas Days to Confuse is fucking awesome and it's just pure awesome. It's it's pure awesome. And Benefic's the bad guy. I would argue that Armageddon is like not that shitty it's shitty but it's not though no it's not i fucking it's love just, that it's just michael bay shitty yeah do you know what i mean all right i see what you're saying but 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 here's the here's my and this is my counter counter is that is that dazed and confused again baffleck is a secondary character and it's not that dazed and confused as a movie is not excellent because it is obviously the entire thing start to finish is just fantastic but I would argue that Baffleck is not a primary character. He is a he's a he's a semi primary character. You're not wrong. Oh no, you're not wrong. Is O'Banion, right? Did yeah. you hear O'Banion fucking? He's plunk? just he's just the one that who wants to go and fucking throttle some kids with the paddle. <laughs> Fuck you. In the beginning of the movie, his paddle's name. Yeah. Fuck you. <laughs> In the beginning of the movie, you see him like crafting this paddle. But yeah, uh, yeah, like I said, it's not that I it's not that I think that the way, that uh, the way back that Days and Confuse is not better than armageddon but i think that the weight of the character yeah. as like a baffleck movie that i just think that like i mean credit to, to days and confused as a secondary character 
he's going to be, in my opinion, he's going to be number four on this list in from that movie. That's how good that movie is. Yeah, no, that's fair. And it, yeah, but the other right. movies, they're just their primary Baffleck films. Yeah, and for that reason, I would say those have to go ahead and be ranked based on the fact that that's he's a leading role. Fair enough. I, I I agree with that. I think Daisy Confused makes number four. Okay, I like it. Let's uh, let's give praise to Richard Linklater for a minute as a filmmaker in general. Yeah, fucking Daisy Confused was perfect. Yes, and then he went and he made his little indie called Waking Life that no one saw that I, I loved. Well, he made a bunch of indies in between there. I haven't seen it. Have you not seen it? No. Oh, okay, so um, let me explain it to you. In a, in a, hey. but, but I'll get there in a second. So then he made that Ethan Hawke movie after Midnight. Was the first one. There's a yeah. there's a there's three in a series that have happened over the course of thirty years. It's pretty fucking awesome. Yeah. If you've ever have you watched those? He's been in two films or two different sets of films that have had very long I shouldn't even say sets of films. What's that movie called? Groaning Growing Up or what's Boyhood. Boyhood. That movie was, was, was gonna filmed get to that, over yeah. how many years? I think that was fourteen years or twelve years, something like that. Twelve or fourteen years they're, where they're they in the legit- process of doing more now. Fuck man. They're doing one that they started a while ago that they that they're gonna continue to do. It's it's like sneaky cool because because so you, cool. you don't really even know about it like you know about so, it a little so bit but you don't know about for it. for those who don't know well we'll get to boyhood in a second so he made those after midnight movies whatever then he made Scanner Darkly yeah. which is fucking insane with the art and stuff it's and mind bendingly good Woody Harrelson fucking Rory Cochran Keanu Reeves creepy as fuck Robert Downey Jr. Robert Downey Jr. Yeah it's so good um, so Waking Life is similar to Scanner Darkly but way more indie. Like it's by indie, I mean it's way more artsy. He has, like, it doesn't look as nice and as polished as De- as Scanner Darkly. It's a bit more wonky, and it's got the kid, the long-haired kid, Wiley Wiggins is his name, mm-hmm. um, he, the long-haired kid from Dazed and Confused. He's the main character in it, and it's all about dreams. And the whole movie is supposed to be, it's about waking life. So the whole argument of the movie is that, like, it takes the whole movie to get there, but essentially. Your dream, like this, this is a fact, right? Your dream will last, I don't know, 10 seconds. But in your brain, as you dream, if you wake up after it, you're like, fuck, that seemed like it took forever. But it's it's only been like 10 seconds the yep. way your mind is moving. So they're suggesting in this movie that your waking life is actually considerably less, like being awake, waking life, is considerably less than your dream life because your dream life in your brain takes up can take up years at a time can take up days at a time even though it's only seconds yeah so because of that that's that your waking life is is actually minimal it's also about lucid dreaming and stuff it's a really fucking cool movie it's a cool concept um it's super weird super weird but check it out it's good um that also gave me sorry super tangent here but i i fucking gotta tell this because i love super it. tangent super tangent this is the ginger i mean beef 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 tangent here um <laughs> That movie gave me my opinion of heaven. Let me explain, because I'm going to anyway. Fuck you. Please, explain. Thanks. <laughs> Thanks, Kat. Uh My opinion of heaven is, and, and this is the same thing when people have near-death experiences and they see heaven or whatever, is that we all know, because it's fact, that your brain activity continues for a couple minutes after your heart stops. It just keeps going. Even if you're in a coma, your brain is still going. Um. Those couple minutes that your brain is active, think about it. If a dream lasts 30 seconds and it seems like an eternity, those couple minutes could be the eternity. That could be your heaven. Regardless of whether you were good or bad in life, it will just be whatever your dreams are, essentially. Like Inception. Yeah. Well, I don't, I don't know. Well, in, an in, in Inception, there are so many levels down that, you know, an hour. Oh, yeah, yeah, in yeah. The fourth level is like. You know, it takes it takes yeah a day and it's other. forever exactly. So that could be what eternity is. That could be the heaven that people see when they have a near death experience. That could be that could be heaven. And I look forward to that heaven when I die. I don't think I'm going anywhere else. That's my opinion. But that you could get a, be a you get a, heaven. You get to finish your life with a perfect dream. Yeah, even if it's a nightmare, you're not going to notice because you're not going to wake up from it. As long it's as I can, as long as I can actually scream and actually punch and actually <laughs> run, then I'm happy. Then you're good. Then you're good. If, if you could fly, um. So, but waking or waking life. One of the points that they make is, and try this. If you if you have you ever tried lucid dreaming, are you okay? No, it's like trying. It's noting noticing you're in a dream essentially and trying to control yourself in a dream, which is hard fucking work. But 
they I've, say they I've su- had lucid dreams. Okay, so I've they suggest that I, you look at a clock because a clock in a dream, and I don't know how true this is, but a clock in a dream is always it, you can't ever see a time. If it's a digital clock, it doesn't look like real numbers. If it's a clock like a like analog clock with arms, the arms aren't pointing anywhere. Dude, you're freaking me out, man. I've Just, never even thought about looking at a clock in a dream. Next, if you if you ever if I can if you can fucking try it. I've had those dreams where I wake up and I. I've had you ever had you, I'm sure you have but I've had those dreams where I've woken up from a dream that I was like fully invested into where it was almost like it was almost like um I'm trying to figure the, the right word for it but it was like uh very very like you were involved well involved but like it was uh you, it was ex- a wish fulfillment wonderful experience yeah 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 you know? it's something and that you want to continue yes and then you wake up and you oh, read and worst. but before you wake up you realize you're waking up like i've and realized try to get back i'm into waking it? up and i try to just like force myself to <laughs> shut off my waking up and go back to sleep and i it doesn't work it never works it sucks i know i know exactly what you're talking about that happened this morning actually one of the creepiest things and I did, you just reminded me of this but actually one of the, and i shouldn't say creepiest things one of the coolest things was i had a dream one time and i still remember little bits and pieces of it but i was dreaming this is the most random episode we've ever done because we're in the middle of a bath like tens right now <laughs> we sure are but the most anyways one of my most memorable like dream experiences was i dreamed i had a very vivid dream about a certain park that like still sits with me and I don't know where it is like but I but it was felt so familiar to me and I met this person in this park and I had such a vivid like picture of that person's face in my mind in the dream person that I felt like I knew that person I felt like they were extremely familiar the park was familiar like I had been there it was a it was a safe like comfort place for me in this dream and it was like such a like Again, I'm losing the fucking way to explain this in words, but the feeling I got from that dream was just like so familiar and so like vivid and like incredibly like recognizable and familiar and and whatever. I woke up and then like I'd say I don't couldn't even tell you how long after that, but it was a while after that that I like drove by this place uh, and I can't even remember where it was now. But like I had that it's not that it was the same place, but I got the same feeling when I drove by and looked at it. Oh, but like and a deja it creeped me out, but from a dream. Because I'd never been to that place before, but that place was like what I dreamed about. Hmm. So it was like, it felt more familiar to me in the dream than it was in reality when I was there. So I felt like it was the same place, but in a dream, for, in a dream, it was like I'd been there before and in reality it wasn't. And then I, and then I, but then the person that was in the dream wasn't there and I was like disappointed. Oh, but It stuck that. with me. That was like probably 15 fucking 20, that's, 15, 20 years ago. That's pretty cool though. Yeah. So um, cool. Anyways, before we get back to Affleck, I was gonna say so. Waking Life came out. He directed School of Rock too. I didn't know that. Holy shit! So he did before Sunrise, and then before Sunset, and then later he did before Midnight. But yeah, he did uh, Boyhood. Boyhood, I loved. Uh, it's that's what the kid we were just talking about. So for those of you who don't know, it's it's a movie where they filmed with Ethan Hawke, Patricia Arquette, this kid, and his daughter. Richard Linklater's daughter, and they filmed them over a 14-year period, I think it was, and they filmed them like five different times over that period and did the story of Stages of, of his life. But they didn't, they didn't use different actors. It was the same kids the whole time. Yeah. Um, that movie was great. There's one that, uh, here we go, Merrily We Roll Along is his new one, and it is, uh, I'm assuming it has Ethan Hawke in it. Um, anyway, yeah, it's going to take place over the course of 20 years. They're filming it over 20 years. Holy fuck. The other one that he has that I mentioned in the baseball episode, it's called Everybody Wants Some. And it's like similar to Dazed and Confused. It takes place in the 80s, except it's about college baseball kids the weekend before university starts when they all move into the frat house. So I've seen it. It's so fucking good, dude. You would it. love that movie. Gotta watch it. All right, so back at this. So we got number 10, Chasing Amy. Number nine, The Way Back. Eight, Some of All Fears. Seven, The Snyder Cut. Six, Argo. Mallrats, Dazed and Confused. Number three, we got Armageddon, Goodwill Hunting, and The Town. Armageddon's going number three. I would agree. Perfect. I thought you were going to say, I would agree, but I, th- I just thought you were going to do that. I think I might differ on you. Fucking AJ. I might, I might differ differ on this than you fucking aj <laughs> bruce willis is so good in that movie yeah 
Uh, so is the rock, rock hound, fucking oh, Will Will Patton. That's his name, right? Yeah. When when his kid sees him at the end, and he's like, "Mom, the spaceman's on TV." It's like that's your daddy. I'm like, Fuck, love it so much, dude. The the part that got me in Armageddon is is Bruce Willis's uh, life fl- flashing before his eyes with his daughter before he passes away from the nuclear oh, explosion. Yeah, 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 yeah. Where he's like, it's all flashing, and then Liv Tyler's acting in that in that moment when he's like gonna you know she knows that he's dead now yeah it's actually like fucking you know it's like gets to me a little bit it's kind of like ladder 49 for you oh <laughs> love that i gotta watch that movie again i got two insta guy cry movies for me marley and me and that fucking marley and me man that movie's so good yeah. i don't care what anyone says like it but it oh, you can't help but cry it's pretty much. That's why I've watched it only once in my entire life because oh, I don't want to. I don't want to experience that anymore. I don't want to. Th- I don't want to deal with this. Uh, um, so I'm gonna say, and you might hate me for this. I would put Goodwill Hunting number two instead of the town. I think the town's number one. W- what do you think? You think I'm crazy? I do, and I don't. I do because of how good Goodwill Hunting is. Like, you think about every time Goodwill Hunting's been in a bracket or been in an episode, it's always like up there because that's how good it is. Yeah. Like, Robin Williams' character, and I, even though I don't even really like Matt Damon that much, like, he fucking slaps in that movie. Um, the mu- dude. Okay. First, I'm just going to be a fucking indie kid for a second because I'm so indie. Mm. I don't wear plaid anymore. I don't know. Anyway, <laughs> fucking remember that song? Yeah, I do. Uh, yeah, there we go. Thanks, Transit 22. Um, Sick. Yeah, so good. Hi, Dan. Um, what was I talking about? Oh, fucking music in Goodwill Hunting. It's either Danny Elfman does the music, like the, the score, mm-hmm. and then all the mu- like actual songs are, except for like one Irish song in there, but the rest of them are all Elliot Smith and just fucking perfect elliot smith fucking elliot smith fucking i literally listened to listened to one uh that one album of his uh from the basement fucking whatever maybe like two weeks ago so depressing but like beautiful it's one of those albums where you just want to like sit in the rain and fucking listen to that's that album yeah and then you realize what he did to himself and how fucking shitty his life was yeah he was so depressed. Yes. He fucking stabbed himself repeatedly to kill himself. Fuck. Anyways. I, I've, I know, but just think think about that. I've cut myself once a little bit and been like, no, I don't fucking want to do it. My cat scratched me yesterday on my finger right there, and it just sucks because it's on the finger I do stuff with. Yeah. And I hate it. Like finger blasting your butthole. Yeah, exactly. And this guy fucking stuck a knife in himself and went, I could keep doing this over and over again. <laughs> no. Your head. No. Stop. That's enough. No more. Yeah. Anyways, um, poor so, Smith. So I put, I, I think that's a, such a good part of Goodwill Hunting. It was just, Gus Van Sant directed the shit out of it. It's a good movie. The reason I put the town, the, I would put the town as number one is because I could literally watch it anytime. And it is like... And I don't you have I don't think you're a big Heat fan. Are you, you love Heat, right? I love Heat. Okay, a lot of people compare them. They're very they're similar, different. Hundred percent. Yeah. But I think the town is just as good as Heat. I think it it stands. It's it's not it's not a, it, they're not the same, and it stands on the same level. Jeremy Renner in it is fucking psycho. When they're at the end of that one heist and they're in the the masks and they get there and the cop is standing there and they're changing or they're moving vehicles and the cops like. Just turns around. Yeah, he sees they have fucking like AR-15s, and he's like, "Yeah, shit, yeah, like that." I don't know. The heist scenes in that movie are fucking glorious. One, well, and I watched it in theaters where there was like big audio, and very well made movie for sure. Like, yeah, they didn't cheap out. Directed was, by Ben Affleck too. Yeah, he's made a few stinkers, but he's had some fucking good ones. He he didn't direct Gone Girl as well. I looked, it wasn't him. No, I didn't. He think did. It was. He did. He did his the movie his brothers in Gone Baby Gone. Yes, he directed that one. That movie is gnarly. He's not in it though, so we can't. Get no, it. Yeah. but that movie is gnarly. It's so good. I've never seen it, dude. Just like you said, uh, was that one baseball one? Uh, everyone, everybody wants some, but like more. That's how much you should watch it. Is that good? It's that good. It's it's that good. Okay, Casey Affleck easily probably would fit in the top three of my Casey Affleck movies of all time. Fair enough. So, are you okay with Goodwill Two and Town One, or you want to go to Goodwill One? 
I'm okay with that too. I'm just willing you to hear what you want to say. Fuck it, man. I like the town that much as well. I'd go town one. We just pissed off every movie buff in the whole world. You put Goodwill Hunting second over the. You picked the town over Goodwill. Yeah, we did. Fucking rights, we did. This I wrote, is Ginger. I the wrote beef. down what I thought would have won. Did you write the town? Goodwill Hunting. Goodwill Hunting. Yeah. But you know what? When I'm when I'm when I'm wrong, I'm wrong, and that I'm not. I'm not upset about being wrong about that because I think the town is is fucking excellent. It's so and good. I and I feel like. Was, what did I say? Town Originally, I was like town four, and then I thought about it more, and I was like, you know what? The whole dazed and confused, him being a secondary character, that kind of like threw me off. When and then, you said and then, town four, I was I don't know if you I saw, know, I saw it. I, I, could see the, I could see the reaction. I was like, are, are you joking? But then, but then Arg- Armageddon, I, th- I feel like it's just bigger, is a bigger movie based on like like the just the, the awareness of it. Like more yeah. people know about it, and it's just like, yo, it's Armageddon. But then you really dive in, and it's like, well, it was really, really good and really, really rewatchable, but is it really that good? No. No, it's not that good, no. but it's fucking awesome. But it's fucking awesome. Yeah. Um, And then, yeah, then you got, all you got left is the town in Goodwill Hunting, and it's... T- all, all I gotta say, though, is in Goodwill Hunting, obviously we talked about, we already talked about the double burger scene, but the scene where he's like, uh, where where uh damon matt damon's like uh no i'm just gonna fucking work here with i'm just gonna work here and fucking whatever and he's like you know what man if you're still working here in fucking 20 years yeah that's fuck you're fucking slapping us all in the face because you got something none of us got you got you're you're sitting on a winning lottery ticket and you're not going and you're not gonna cash it in you know what i dream about i dream about one day going to pick you up and you're not fucking there and then yeah yeah yeah. You don't say okay. goodbye, nothing. Just I show up to pick you up and you're not there. And then that happens. I just got chills. Fuck, I got to watch Goodwill Hunting again. I just watched it recently. I really like the scene, and I probably said this already before, but it's so good. The scene where Gus, where... Um, uh, Rob Williams? No, fucking, what's his name? Matt uh, Damon? No. Casey shut Adam? up. Um, the fucking Swedish guy. What's his name? God what? damn it. He's got all the oh, kids. Stellan Skarsgård? Stellan Skarsgård. He walks into like the the fucking utility room, and he and and his like buddies there, his like assistant, whoever, and he starts asking a question. The guy's like, "Who are you?" And he goes, and then his assistant goes, "This <laughs> this is Doctor Whatever." And then the guy's like, "Oh, well, this is so and so." His buddy is sitting there eating his lunch. That's like a fucking great scene. But anyways, yeah, it just shows it, that's actually really funny because it shows that fucking people just don't care. Well, it's, it's just, just like I was going to do my job. Different just, it's blue collar, white collar, right? Like, yeah. there's so many things that, like, for me, especially, like, we have this argument all the time. I'm like, I'm way better than you because I fucking work white collar. Uh, white collar, no, but yeah, like, it's it's true though. Like, some people, we come across people that are clearly white collar empl- uh, employed as white collar career people that come across, or they ask us questions, or they're like being rude to us because they're like, "Well, why why are you still here?" Yeah. Like, are you almost done yet? And we haven't even, like, basically broken ground on a job. And we're just like, go the fuck away. I know people like that. I grew up with some people like that. I see people like that right now, and it drives me fucking nuts. Like, I hate it. I can't stand it. But that's a story for another day. Indeed. Indeed. Anyway, Ben Affleck. Ben Affleck. He's he's got some good movies under his belt. I hope he fucking pulls it out. We didn't even mention Gigli. Gigli? I've never seen it. Probably for the best. Have you seen it? I've never seen it. Okay. Probably for the best. <laughs> Probably. Yeah. And then did we mention his other movie that he directed, Live by Night or whatever? It was like it's supposed to be a period piece gangster movie and it was just so shitty. Mm, I didn't know he directed that. Pardon? I didn't know he directed that. Yeah, he directed that movie. Yeah, Dogwater. Yeah, it was just not good. Yeah. Triple Frontier, I thought, had so much promise because it had a good fucking cast. It and did. It was like... Mm. And then it, it was, was just... That, that's Oscar Isaac and Charlie Hunnam and stuff, isn't it? Yeah, and yeah. I watched I watched that movie... And I was just like, is this really what just it just went it. on and on yeah. in a direction that you're just like, really? That's what you're going to do with that cast? Yeah. Okay. Well, I'll watch the whole thing, but goddamn, that was a waste of fucking talent. I'm not going to watch that movie again. Nope. There's, that happens often. A waste of fucking talent. There's there's a lot of... I'm excited. Sorry. Tangent. I'm excited this weekend. I get to go see real talent in uh, Benedict Cumberbatch's batch. Benedict Cumberbatch. Coming back, yeah, yeah. Benedict coming back, and Wanda get to see uh, my uh, my second favorite. Um, second favorite, yeah. Who's your first? My second favorite. I was gonna say my second favorite Olsen. Oh, Mary. That's Kate your second awesome. favorite. Yeah, yeah, Mary Kate. I just got a thing for Mary Kate since I was a kid. Skeletor. 
Is she Skeletor now? I don't know. I don't know. They she was funny. Yeah, probably. But she was cute and in, in weeds, and I was like, I liked her. You know, yeah. whatever. Elizabeth Olsen. She's a babe. She is a babe. I mean, she, probably, she should be my first favorite. She's also good at acting, where <laughs> her sisters probably aren't. Whatever. Anyway, do you have a code word for the people there? Vans off the wall since 1986? or No. Uh, let's do... Um, Sorry, is that 1966 or 1986? It's. I think it's 66. It's definitely not 86. That's crazy. Because they were around in the dog, the Lord's Dogtown days. Speaking of, I need to watch that movie again. It's fucking good, man. Fuck, it's so good. Uh, let's go Seltzer. Seltzer. Unrelated entirely. Nah, not, not anything to do with anything but we're, we're drinking. we're both drinking seltzers. Cheers. All right. All right, kids. Okay, bye now. He will watch you while you're sleeping. Outside your window, he'll be creeping. Dizzy's gone insane. That fucking asshole man. He's playing games, running train on your fucking brain. Every day I pick the microphone up in my hand. With these dreams in my eyes and these hopes in my head And I hope that my lonely self will understand